friends, welcome to the Self-Care Sisterhood Podcast, where we're all about taking action and making progress towards what matters most. My name's Brittany, and I'm a coach, community builder, and your self-care BFF. My heart is to empower and equip hardworking, purpose-driven women just like you to take care of yourself so that you can go out into your world and love and serve from that overflow. Each week, we'll tackle topics that help you show up as your best self, navigate sticking points, and get real and raw about what it takes to be on journey. I'm the founder of the Self-Care Sisterhood community, and I believe we weren't meant to do life or our journeys alone. I wanna help you live your best life. So welcome, let's dive in. Hello, hello, friends. Okay, so with the year already begun, I've been reflecting a lot on what the missing link is for people when they're trying to achieve goals. Now, you're like, really, that's what you've been marinating on? But if you hang out with me for a while, like I am, I'm just a deep thinker. (laughs) I'm always thinking very deep. And honestly, it's an area that's fascinating for me. Like, why do some people tend to fall into the same loop over and over again, wanting change, right? Trying to change, but then ultimately reverting back to old ways, old habits, old patterns and routines, even if they truly wanted to change, right? Versus other people who want to make a change and actually stick it out through lasting transformation. Like what's the difference and where is that disconnect? And so that's like where I want to go today. And I feel like today is such a necessary discussion. It's one of those that I honestly wish I had earlier in my journey because I was that first person that I described. I was her to a T. I would set the goals, try for a bit, fall out of the routine and then revert back to my old ways until I was frustrated enough to try again, stuck in that same loop. And whether it was my fitness goals, business goals, financial goals, it didn't discriminate. Whatever goals I set, it just felt like maybe I wasn't the kind of person who could achieve those kinds of things. And I'm sure you can relate. I'm sure you have places in your journey where you feel stuck in a loop and change doesn't feel possible maybe anymore for you. First, I want you to know it's not just you. You at your core aren't the problem. You aren't the only one who feels like maybe those goals are reserved for those people. And I'm saying that in total air quotes right now. There actually might be a little truth in that, right? Like those goals reserved for those people. And we'll get to that later, but it's probably not the kind of truth you're thinking. You at the core are not the problem, okay? And second though, your goal most likely isn't the problem either. If it's on your heart, I think it's for you. And I want to peel back the layers and dive into what I think the missing piece to true and lasting transformation is, the kind of transformation that keeps bringing you closer and closer to your best self, that evolution kind of transformation, right? So let's dive in. If I could take you back to the beginning of when I started really getting serious about taking care of myself, owning my choices and goals and dreams, I felt completely like a fish out of water. Here I was trying to be this person who was an inspiration to others, trying to be a fitness role model and an example for healthy living, but there was a major disconnect. I wasn't her. I wanted to be her. I wanted her habits, her behaviors, her her routines, but how people knew me at that time, how I was recognized, my identity, how I even thought about myself, it wasn't her, not even close. I wanted to create community, but I was the mean girl gossiping. I wanted to be healthy and fit, but I was the one who binged McDonald's alone late at night, drank excessively, and used workouts as punishment for my food choices. I wanted to be a role model for others, but behind closed doors and at my core, I knew I was quite the opposite. 
I wanted to be a leader and a voice on social media, but I was scared about what others thought of me. I didn't know what to post about. I felt awkward in front of a camera, and I was definitely not confident enough in my craft to truly lead others. When I look back at the start of my journey as a health coach, I truly wasn't the person I wanted to be. And I don't really remember like a defining moment or anything grand. I think that's the lie we get trapped in, that there has to be this like major defining moment always. But for me, it was more like a slow burn. Each day I woke up, I got 24 hours to try and show up in the way that woman, the woman that I desired to be, would show up, right? So I could choose kinder words. I could choose healthy meals and movement. I could choose the example I set for others. I could choose to post even if it felt really freaking uncomfortable. I could choose. And so it was years, friends, of those daily deposits, the daily choosing, 24 hours at a time, moment by moment, that helped me evolve and transform. And for so long, I thought that habits, behaviors, and routines were kind of like the do-all, end-all for transformation. I know you hear me preach about that all the time in this space, and I forever will because they're huge pieces of the puzzle and essential to change and transform, but they aren't the whole story. It actually goes deeper. What I started to realize was that I couldn't just act like her. I had to become her, okay? So essentially, I couldn't change what I did until I changed who I was. I had to become the person who did the things I desired. So it wasn't as much about habits as it was about how I saw myself and the identity I carried. So let's talk about habits and identity. Most of us set goals at the top of the year and we are laser focused on the actions it takes to achieve the things. And this makes sense, right? I'm all for it. But if you don't believe that you are the type of person who can do that thing, you'll always convince yourself and probably subconsciously without ever really even noticing it that you don't have what it takes. Think about it. You set the goal to maybe give up alcohol, but then you get invited to a friend's birthday dinner and you end up giving in and drinking because socially everyone else is. Or maybe you set the goal to start the business, right? But then you have to network and reach out to people to grow it and you end up shying away because you claim you're introverted. Or you decide that this is the year you're going to run the marathon, but you wake up, it's cold outside, it's raining, so you ditch the training plan. But let me ask you, did you believe you could be the woman who doesn't need a drink to have fun? Or do you believe you are the person who can get out of her comfort zone and grow the skills necessary to build a successful business? Do you know without a doubt that you are, in fact, a runner? Or are you playing small because you've never really been the athletic type? Friends, the more you buy into who you are right now versus fight to believe in the person you're growing into, the more and more you'll fail at true and lasting change. And hear my heart, this is not a fake it till you make it sort of scenario. This is believe it till you become it. You have to believe in her as you become her. And as we talk about habits versus identity, I know you might be thinking this is like kind of woo woo, like I don't need the whole believe in her pep talk, but this is actually backed with science. So let me explain a little bit. In psychotherapy, there's two types of change. They call it first order change and second order change. First order change is basically behavior change. It's surface level. It's the habits, the actions, the routines. It's when we commit to starting something like hitting the gym five days per week or we commit to stopping something like giving up alcohol. And first order change works. You will get some sort of immediate results, but the lasting change that we're after, it doesn't come. Second order change, however, it's more conceptual. It's getting to the root of the issue. In second order change, we don't simply focus on acting different, we think different. 
It's a mindset shift. And so in doing this, second order change is thought to be the only kind of change that truly lasts. It's kind of like the old phrase, show me your thoughts and I'll show you your life. But I'll take that even a step further with you guys today. Our thoughts become our actions. Our actions become our habits and our habits become our life. So if you think you're too tired when the alarm goes off and you coin yourself not a morning person, the actions you're gonna take will align with that thought process. You'll hit snooze. You'll have a rushed, chaotic morning. That then becomes an action you repeat, aka a habit, right? And over time, those habits make up the type of life you live. On the other hand, if you think mornings are the perfect window to take care of yourself, your actions will be that much more aligned with that mentality. You'll get up. You'll take time to care for yourself before you care for others. You'll have a fresh start to each day. When repeated over time, that becomes the habit. And then down the road, that turns into the kind of life you lead. Thoughts into actions, actions into habits, habits into your life. So habits are essential, right? It's why you'll always hear me preach about habits, behaviors, and routines. But the layer that's underneath those habits, you guys, are your thoughts. What you think about yourself is going to determine how you're going to repeatedly show up in the world. And so we have to start with our thoughts. We have to start with who we believe we can be, even if we aren't her yet. As you look around at everyone setting goals or even this like new fad this year talking about like what's in and what's out coming into the year, the majority of people are talking about actions. Very few people are considering the thoughts behind those actions. So I hope this is helping you see why time and time again, we fall into that same pattern loop of starting, trying, and then failing. I hope you can see, first of all, that you're not the problem. Your goal isn't necessarily the problem. Sometimes the problem is what's underneath all of that, okay? It's your thoughts. And I hope you're seeing how your thoughts essentially become that missing piece to lasting change and true transformation. How you view yourself in light of the goals you set. But like anything else, okay, this is a process, right? And in any process, we are bound to have moments where we nail it and moments where we fall flat and miss the mark. It's just called being a human, right? Like that is my journey. That is my story. Again, though, it comes back to the way you think about yourself. If you find yourself on a consistent streak of waking up, crushing your morning routine, and then one day you hit snooze, this doesn't mean the goal wasn't meant for you. This doesn't mean that you start saying to yourself, see, I knew I wasn't a morning person. These are the moments when we decide how we're going to view ourselves. Mental hygiene is something that I actually practice daily. And if you've never heard that term before, I want you to think about your physical hygiene habits. If you're privileged enough to be listening to a podcast that's all about growth and self-care and taking deep ownership of how you desire to show up in the world, then I'm sure you shower, brush your teeth, change your clothes, tidy up your space. I'm sure you have a solid physical hygiene routine that keeps you and your physical self as healthy as possible, right? But what about your mental hygiene? We're not taught about that. Mental hygiene, it refers to the daily activities that support and maintain your mental health. And just like we support and maintain our physical health, we can actually do things to support and maintain our mental health as well. Things like deep breathing, journaling, guided meditations, gratitude exercises, self-compassion, my friends, mindfulness, spending time in nature or just getting outside and getting some vitamin D, getting into therapy, shoot, listening to podcasts that help you stretch and grow your mind as a human being, like just like this one. These are all ways we can care for our mental health day in and day out. 
Did you know that each day the average person has about 60,000 thoughts that they think? And what's even more wild is that about 75% or 45,000 of those thoughts are repetitive. They are not new. And so I like to think of those thoughts in my head like a station on the radio. If the station your mindset is tuned to is rather negative, then the majority of your day and essentially your life becomes a repetition of those negative thoughts. So thinking, I hate my job. I can't do anything right. I wish I was more like her. I'm not enough. I'm ugly. I can't do that. I'm terrible mom or friend. Y'all, if those are the station, it's time to change it. You've got to change it to something more empowering so that your thoughts help empower you to step into all that you desire. Mental hygiene does just that. It is the daily reset for your mind because just like, you know, we shower or we brush our teeth each day, it doesn't last, right? Like I I might brush my teeth this morning, but tomorrow I need to wake up and I got to wash, rinse, repeat. Like I got to do it again. The same thing applies to your mental hygiene. This is a daily practice that you come back to over and over and over again. I think so often with our mental health specifically, we think that, you know, one bad day of, of negative thinking or a negative spiral in our mental health just means like, I don't know, like those mindful practices aren't for us. Like they don't work. Like, you know, I meditated and I was feeling good, but now I feel bad again. So it must not be for me. It doesn't work. Right. But it's a daily practice. It's that daily reset. It would be like if I said I brushed my teeth last month, but I don't have fresh breath anymore. Brushing your teeth must not work. It's a daily practice. Okay. So we weren't taught this. So I want you to like give yourself some serious grace here. We were never taught about mental hygiene, but we can start right now. Amen. So last story as I land this plane for you guys today. I kicked off the year with a goal that I'm calling 40 for 40. If you follow me on social, you've been seeing me probably share about 40 for 40. But basically, it's 40 days of committing to habits that make me feel my best leading up to my 40th birthday, hence 40 for 40. So I picked five habits that I track each day. And for me, these are the things that truly do help me feel my best. So I removed alcohol. I'm sticking to my meal plan, which is kind of like a version of plant-based Whole30 ish. It's my version of it. I work to hit my daily water goals every day, which I set my goal at 80 ounces every day, which is really helpful because I have a 40 ounce, not a Stanley. I'm not a Stanley girl. I'm sorry. Please don't hate me. (laughs) But I do have a 40 ounce cup that I love to use. And so I do two of those every day. Perfect. Easy goal for me. I also move my body every single day and then cold plunge therapy. But with that category, I'm actually doing three four minute plunges per week, which totals 12 minutes. And that's studies right now show that 12 minutes is the magic number that you want to hit to achieve the benefits of cold exposure therapy. So that's what I work for each week is just 12 minutes versus trying to get that one every day. So cold plunge therapy isn't a daily goal, but definitely three, four minute plunges per week. So at the top of each week, what I do is I write out those areas in my planner. I have a section in my planner that is for habit tracking. And so I write out those five things and then each day I check them off. And at first I was checking them off after I did the thing, right? So I got through the day and I didn't have any alcohol and I stuck to my meal plan, so I checked it off. I would do my workout and then I would check it off. Or after I cold plunged, I would check it off. But I realized I was more likely to actually commit to the behavior when I checked it off first thing in the day. Not like first thing in the day because I did it first thing in the day, but because I was committing to showing up that day and do that goal. It was kind of like my little way of saying like, this is who I am today. This is how I'm showing up. So before the day even happened, before the day got ahead of me, I checked off, stick to my meal plan. And then that was it. Like I'm sticking to my meal plan today. I checked off, no alcohol. 
And there wasn't a question. This is just what I do. This is who I am. This is how I'm showing up today. And so those habits, what I did by checking them off before I even did them, I made it a part of who I am. I made it my identity. And I tell you this because it's such a small shift, right? Like you're like, really? Check it off before you do it. But it's been that small thing that's actually helped me lock it in and become the woman who does the thing. It's an identity shift. And the same is true when I even look back 10 years ago to now of what I share with you at the beginning of the episode. 10 years ago, I gossiped and I was a mean girl. Today, I build community for women where everyone has a seat at the table. 10 years ago, I binged McDonald's and beat myself up on the treadmill afterwards, you guys. And today, I mentor and support women in all things health and wellness. 10 years ago, I was a terrible freaking role model with my choices. And today, I show up and I share my habits, my behaviors, my routines in an authentic way to inspire others to step into their own. And 10 years ago, I wasn't a leader in the wellness space, nor did I feel comfortable sharing on social and building a business. And today, I have a thriving business. I have a thriving podcast, growing social media platform. I provide tools, resources, and community surrounding all things being your best self. And I have people that reach out and need help building their businesses and marketing in ways that I've learned along the way, right? That's the thing though. I didn't start that way. The road to transformation, it's felt long and slow at times. And I'm sure you felt that in your journey where you're like, is this ever going to happen? But when I look back, 10 years went by in a freaking flash. And I'm standing on the other side of where I was and now where I am very much transformed. But it was only because I was bold enough to believe that I freaking could. I believed I could be a better human. I believed I could get healthy. I believed I could inspire others. I believed I could build the life of my dreams. I believed it because honestly, I saw other women doing it. And I was like, if they can, why the freak not me, right? So the last thing I want to leave you with is you never know how far wide and deep your influence can reach. Your choice to show up and believe in yourselves could be the exact thing that some other woman out there needs to see to believe that she can too. If the women I was watching never showed me what was possible, I honestly think I would have remained on that same loop of start, try, fail each and every time. But because she showed me, because I found someone out there who was doing the thing, making it happen, and I saw it was possible, I began to borrow that belief. I began to believe that it was true for me too. And honestly, belief paired with action, that's the secret sauce. That's the missing piece to lasting transformation. Whether it's in your health, your career growth, your family, relationships, or just simply the way you want to show up as a human today, your goals will be the direct reflection of what you believe you are worthy and capable of and how you then pair that belief with action. It's everything. I want you to soak that in. I want you to borrow my belief if you need it. I want you to keep setting and resetting your mindset to align with who you want to be. Change the freaking station if you need to, right? Because the goal, that one that's on your heart, it's for you. I know that. And I can't wait to see you believe in her as you become her. Not just for 2024, but like for life, deal? Here's the thing. If you're loving today's message, be sure that you tap subscribe, share this episode with your circle of influence. Like remember I said, you can be that girl for someone else. Maybe this is the episode someone in your circle needs to see today. So share it, right? And then reach out to me on social. Let me know what you vibe with most today. My handle's at InspireBeautyBrit. I freaking love seeing what's on your heart. I love seeing how you're making moves in your journey. And I can't wait to see you right here next week, same time, same place on the Self-Care Sisterhood Podcast.
Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you love today's topic, it would mean the world to me if you shared this on your social to help spread the word. Tag me at Inspire Beauty Brit so I can see what you're loving and learning along the way. All right, friend, till next time, let's go out there and take some action.